Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile here with another podcast, the first of my year-end podcast, and this one will be a little different. Most of my year-end lists will be my favorite things, not the best things, because I don't watch every movie that comes out, I don't listen to every album that comes out, I don't play every video game that comes out. I listen to, watch, and play what I want, and I will tell you my favorites of all the ones that I play. I think a good reviewer needs to watch everything or listen to everything before he can put out a top 10 list of the best things of the year. That being said, this list kind of is a best things of the year. These are my 19 favorite home video releases of 2019. All of them, except for one, are 4K. I've watched them on a 55-inch Vizio 4K television with HDR10. I don't have Dolby Vision yet through a Magnavox 4K Blu-ray player. Matter of fact, its only output is 4K. If I put a Blu-ray in it, it automatically upscales, and that's pretty cool. But there's only one Blu-ray on here that made the list because everything else had a 4K release. Uh, most of them are native 4K transfers, so to get into that a little bit, movies are finished usually at 2K, which is about Blu-ray resolution, or 4K. Some old films are rescanned. They rescan the negative in 4K and then transfer them to 4K. That's called a native 4K transfer because it's not upscaled in any way. A lot of special effects heavy films and a lot of movies in general are mastered at 2K. And then they're upscaled for their 4K release. Now, there's some video files out there who are like upscale will never be as good as 4K, but or native 4K. But I disagree. There are some upscales that you... A lot of these movies are filmed at higher than 4K, but then they're finished in 2K because it's just cheaper to render in that that format, that resolution. So some of these upscales do get the benefit of being shot at higher resolution levels, and you can see that when they're upscaled to 4K. But that being said, the vast majority of this list are native 4K transfers and one Blu-ray. So let's get underway. I'm not reviewing the movies. I'm reviewing the home video releases as viewed by me on my modest setup at home. I'm definitely not, don't have a 100-inch screen. I don't have, um, you know, the state of the art that I would like to have. But one day, I'll get to that point. But what I do have is, is a good modest system. It's a good 4K screen. It's a good player. I have Dolby Atmos. You know, I, I can view these home video releases uh, as they were intended. And in a lot of cases... They look better than the theater. So this list will be alphabetical because once you get into native 4K transfers, it's really hard. You're splitting hairs to say one's better than the other. These all look fantastic and deserve to be in your collection if you're a, a home video nut, a video file, whatever. And a lot of these also got new Dolby Atmos soundtracks, which sound incredible. So anyway, the list is alphabetical. We'll start with 1979's Alien. They took the Ridley Scott classic. They scanned it from the original negative and... It's a native 4K transfer with an upgraded surround soundtrack. It looks and sounds better than it ever has. This movie has always been one of my favorites. Uh, my father took me to see it when I was a kid. I read the book. I was hugely into it at the time. It still is a creepy, well-made science fiction horror film that looks fantastic on blue on 4K. Gets one of my highest recommendations. You really should have this in your collection. 
Apocalypse Now, another one. They went back to the original negative and scanned it. All three versions of the movie are native 4K. This is a six-disc set that you're getting for around 22 bucks these days. Wow. It is, it is definitely worth it if you love the movie, and the movie has never looked better. High marks for Apocalypse Now. This is an upscale, but Aquaman... Not one of my favorite movies of the year, but what a fantastic-looking 4K, especially considering it's an upscaled transfer. The colors look amazing in HDR. There's always something interesting to look at. Even when some of the CG is soft, it still looks fantastic. This is a, a, a showpiece if you like the movie. It, again, was not one of my favorite movies, but looks fantastic on 4K. It's one of the few on here that I rented to see how it was, and I was stunned by the transfer. It really looks and sounds great. Avengers Endgame. It's a 2K DI upscaled to 4K. I gotta say, it looks fantastic. I watched it again last night. It's a fantastic-looking movie, especially considering all that's going on, especially considering the last hour is pretty dark. It it looks and sounds great. A lot of Disney releases have a soundtrack that you need to bump up a couple notches on your surround sound because they're mastered at a lower level. This is one that didn't need so much of a bump up. I really think it's a great release. Sure, it's the most money-making movie of all time. It's the biggest movie of all time, but it looks really great on 4K, even as an upscale. Highly recommend Avengers Endgame. One of the first 4Ks I picked up this year was a movie I missed in theaters, Bad Times at the El Royale. It is a native 4K transfer, and no matter what you think of the movie, it it the textures, the depth, it, it was filmed extremely well, looks incredible, great soundtrack. It, it really is a showstopper in 4K. I, it's a movie that kind of went under the radar at the beginning of the year, but honestly, from the director of Cabin in the Woods, it, it's an almost Tarantino-esque type movie, but filmed and looks great in 4K. High marks. Another Ridley Scott film makes it onto the list, Black Hawk Down. This was one I didn't expect much from the 4K, but as it was coming out, there were reviews, and there was a steel book, so I had to pick it up. Um, and I do like the movie quite a bit, but there's a lot of different film stocks used. There's some grainy parts that are intentionally. Grain was added to make them grittier. It looks fantastic and for I was just shocked at how great it looks. It's a native 4K transfer. Um, there's couple versions of the movie. If you like Black Hawk Down, you need to pick up the 4K version because it looks and sounds amazing. Another one I rented because I uh, honestly, I've given up on the Transformer movies, but Bumblebee in 4K looks incredible, sounds incredible. It It is an upscale, so it was done at 2K, upscaled to 4K on the disc, and the colors really pop. It it takes place in the 80s. It 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 looks very modern. It's clean. It's it has a lot of depth. It but it still looks like a movie. It doesn't take on that soap opera sheen. It they really did a great job upscaling this movie. The soundtrack is very active. The Dolby at it just I haven't bought it yet, but it's on my list because I did enjoy the movie. I think it's one of the best Transformer, if not the best Transformer movies made. But it looks amazing in 4K. The only Blu-ray on the list is Crawl, a movie I saw at the theaters and picked up on uh, 
Black Friday cheap on Blu-ray. Yes, it's a killer alligator movie that takes place in Florida during a hurricane. But wow, this movie, it needs a 4K release because it looks fantastic on Blu-ray. It is a very dark movie. Most of the movie takes place in the crawl space of the house. Um, there were no compression artifacts. There was there was no black crushing. It Paramount did an incredible job transferring this movie to Blu-ray. It sickens me that there was not a 4K release of this film. And if you're looking for a tense 80-minute uh, ride, you can't do much better. It's one of the best horror movies of the year, Crawl, on Blu-ray, ranked with a lot of these 4Ks, because I watched you know, Blu-rays upscaled. It looked amazing. This one, hands down, is one that has to be in your collection if you have a home theater set up. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. It's a 2K upscale to 4K. Looks fantastic. The HDR adds some depth to the colors that weren't visible on the Blu-ray. It looks better than the theater. And the soundtrack. It, <laughs> it will give your system a workout. Monsters trashing cities. Monsters walking around. This is a non-stop monster action movie that for some reason, people complained about. I'm sorry. The Godzilla reboot a couple of years ago was a bit of a slow slog. The monster scenes were great, but there wasn't enough. And so the movie makers decided, you know what? We're going to give people what supposedly they want. We're going to give them. It's an old style. If you watched Godzilla movies, this is the best one since the original. It, it is a lot of monsters. It is a lot of action. It, they jump around the world. It, you know, as silly as it is, if you're a Godzilla fan, how could you not like this movie? It, if you watch those old cheesy subtitled movies, this thing is one of those made with today's multi-million dollar budget. As a 2K upscale, it looks fantastic, sounds fantastic. Put Godzilla King of the Monsters in your collection to wow people with your home theater setup. Actually, two of the three Hellboy movies that released this year made it into this list. Hellboy 2004. Guillermo del Toro's classic Hellboy movie got a native 4K transfer. Sony did such a great job with this. It looks amazing. The detail, the colors, the soundtrack got upgraded to Dolby Atmos. It really looks fantastic. Hellboy 2004 can't say enough great things about I was just wowed by this transfer. It looks amazing and you can pick it up cheap these days. One of the worst movies of the of the year that are on this list is Hellboy 2019. I didn't hate this as much as a lot of reviewers did. I understand watching the movie why people don't like it. It it definitely goes too far in some ways, but Mike Mignola was involved, and this is actually closer to the Hellboy comic than the two Guillermo del Toro movies. I wanted to put Hellboy 2 in this list, but it didn't quite rank up with some of these other movies. It also got a 4K release this year, so you can get all three Hellboy movies in 4K. But definitely, if you can stomach the 2019 movie, it looks fantastic. The practical effects, you get close up on, on all the details, the, the grime, the grit, it it really looks and sounds amazing for what most people consider one of the worst movies of the year, and I'm not going to argue that point. It definitely wasn't great, but it's entertaining for what it is, and it looks fantastic in 4K. Another upscale, and I didn't put many animated movies in this list because, honestly, when you take a Pixar movie and put it on 4K or you put in the Blu-ray and upscale it, there's not a whole lot of difference. 
Um, HDR makes some difference in some of them, like this one. But for the most part, some of these older Disney animated movies that they've pushed into the 4K format just really don't deserve the upgrade. They don't make that big a difference because... Well, it's especially like the early Toy Story. It's simpler animation. There's not much detail, more detail to be pulled out of the digital, you know, version of the movie. But How to Train Your Dragon, Hidden World, looks fantastic. Mostly because of the HDR and the colors. When you get to the Hidden World, it's just jaw-dropping, eye-popping eye candy. It was a really good movie. It's one of my favorite animated trilogies. It was one of my favorite movies of the year. But even as an upscale, and it boggles my mind that some of these animated movies are upscales, they should finish them in 4K. Just do it. Um, it really looks great. Another upscale is John Wick 3 Parabellum. All of the John Wick movies look fantastic in 4K, and you should just pick up that 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 Steelbook trilogy and just get all three of them because they look fantastic. But they're upscales. And Lionsgate did an amazing job. The colors really pop in HDR. Uh, the scenes in the rain. I mean, it, it's just a showpiece. And it's one of the best action movies ever made. John Wick 3, I, I like all three John Wick movies for different reasons. But this one is a nonstop, world-trotting action ride. And gives us more of the details and the mythology and all that. But it's really a great-looking 4K. Now, here's one that wasn't on most people's radar because it got a lackluster Blu-ray disc in this country, but Prospect is a low-budget science fiction movie that's really good. It's it's low-key. Don't expect, you know, a, a lot of fighting, laser blasts, and that kind of thing. But it's a, it's a father-daughter movie. They kind of are on a planet. Some bad things happen. It was filmed in 4K. How they got the budget for that is unbelievable. And I imported this media book version, this German Blu-ray, uh, 4K Blu-ray. The difference, I rented the Blu-ray version, and I thought it looked okay, and I, and I enjoyed the movie. But I read this review, and I picked it up. Without a doubt, one of the best 4Ks of the year. Prospect, if you can import the movie in 4K, since it was shot in 4K, it's a great transfer, it's a great soundtrack, it you would really think the movie cost 10 times more than it did cost. It it just looks fantastic. It You really feel like you're on this other world. It They filmed it really in the forest, really in the woods. It, it really looks great. Another classic movie in 4K that got a native 4K transfer is Scarface. Best this movie has ever looked. Since college, this has been one of my favorite movies to... A lot of people will, will talk about Goodfellas and Casino. This is my kind of mobster movie that I really like. Brian De Palma, it's one of his great movies. Um, native 4K transfer, upgraded soundtrack. That this didn't get a steelbook is a crying shame, but it did get some special edition where you can get that statue from his house You know, in the last part of the movie. Um, if you can take the violence, which by these days is not quite as shocking as it was. If you see a John Wick movie, Scarface isn't so bad. But what a great-looking 4K transfer. Highly recommended. The only Asian movie on this list is Shadow. Wow. 
native 4K transfer of a movie that looks mostly black and white most of the time. They filmed it that way on purpose. He wanted the what few colors are in the movie to really pop, and it's not a black and white movie, but the tones are so subdued that you will start thinking it's a black and white movie, and then all of a sudden there will be these flashes of color, especially when it gets to the more violent scenes in the second half of the movie. But it's an incredible transfer. It's one of the only native 4K transfers I've seen come across the ocean. And Shadow, highly recommended. Pick this thing up. It's available for pretty cheap, I think, still. It really looks great. It will really make your system pop. And a great soundtrack, too. Speaking of jaw-dropping native 4K transfers, The Shining. This was a movie that on home video, Warner, from VHS to DVD to Blu-ray, this movie always looked gritty, kind of dingy. Um, I think that was part of the intention. But wow, The Shining in 4K, the original movie, looks fantastic. The opening tracking shots that were a little jittery in the previous home video releases are smooth as silk and absolutely stunning. All the stuff in the snow towards the end just... This is an absolutely stunning classic movie. Like last year's 2001 A Space Odyssey, this is the only way to see this movie going forward. The Shining in 4K looks fantastic. A movie that I was shocked that it wasn't in 4K is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It's a 2K upscale and one of my favorite movies of the year, but looks fantastic in 4K. I'll tell you this, I'm a steelbook collector and I skipped the steelbook because it was Blu-ray only because I had to get the 4K and I was floored. The best colors of any of these Blu-rays I've mentioned, or any of these 4Ks, it looks spectacular. It is always moving. It is one of the best animated movies of all time. If you're going to pick up Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, get the 4K even as an upscale. It's amazing. And last but not least, the 19th movie on this list proves once again how you can take an old movie and make it look brand new. I didn't think they could do anything else to make this movie look better, but The Wizard of Freaking Oz. The Wizard of Oz, in all of the home video releases, they've done 2K scans, 4K scans, 8K scans. They have, every time it's come out, for every anniversary edition, made it look better. And I really didn't think that last version could get any better than this, or than it was. But this is jaw-dropping. A movie this old looks fantastic. Sure, it's it's square. It's not super widescreen. You're going to get bars on the side. But The colors in HDR, the clarity, the detail, you cannot imagine how good The Wizard of Oz looks. And if you can still find the steelbook, it's a pretty steelbook as well. But The Wizard of Oz in 4K, everything you thought it could be, looks amazing. So that's my list. I will put the entire list in the comments below. I don't usually do that because that'll probably make people not listen to the podcast. But these are the best-looking movies I've seen this year. One I didn't pick up yet is Ad Astra. It was one of my favorite movies of the year, and it's a native 4K transfer, but I haven't watched it yet, so it didn't make the list. Um, But I have high hopes for how good that one looks. But any of these 19 movies, if you have a nice home theater set up on a 4K TV, these are the versions to get without a doubt. It was a little bit of a long one. Thank you for sticking through it. I've got more year-end lists coming up. Music, movies, TV shows. My favorites are on the way for the end of 2019 so we can start fresh in the 2020s. (laughs) 
I'm Scott Hamilton. Uh, my website is therockfile.com. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Google Assistant will play them. Alexa, just ask for Rockfile on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to me on your Echo or whatever. Um, got a Patreon page if you'd like to check that out and support these podcasts. I really thought this was a great year for media in general. I love the arts. I love music, movies. I love good TV shows, even though I don't watch a whole lot of TV these days. And it was, to me, a very spectacular year. My year-end lists were actually hard to make because there was so much good stuff this year. So thank you for a great 2019. Onward to 2020. More podcasts coming up. Thank you for listening. <laughs>